Hello. Hello, what's up? Hey, Shannon, what's up with you? Um, um, let's see. I was telling you that I'm going to go see Avril Lavigne in concert, so I'm excited about that. I'm sorry, Melissa Vandela. I'm going to go see Melissa <laughs> Vandela in concert. Um, but, you know, she used to be her double when she was still alive. You know, Avril would send her off to, um, like, distract the paparazzi for her because they look so much alike. So I think it's going to be an uncanny experience. I won't even notice the difference. Um, so... I like that we're starting with a conspiracy. Like, that's great. <laughs> that is a great lead-in, isn't it? I didn't even do that intentionally. Hi, everyone. Amazing segue. Thank you, Shannon. Um, uh, today, we are talking about conspiracy theories. Part 2. Welcome to Scary Talk 32. Um, uh, and we have some good ones for you today. At least I do. Shannon's are probably shit, but mine are good. So, um, No, he's what... right. He's right. <laughs> um... <laughs> For those of you that didn't get the joke at the beginning, well, one, you can't listen to this podcast anymore. Get with it. But two, um, Avril Lavigne is dead conspiracy theory, anyone? Hi. Um, her double's name is Melissa Vandela. And, you know, she's out there doing her thing. So, um, and that's who I'm going to go see. Yeah. Now. Um, okay, in all seriousness, though, I don't believe in that shit. That's the stupidest fucking theory ever. Shannon, do you? <laughs> don't ask me. I haven't made a decision yet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not talking about that today, so I will be of no help helping you make a decision. Um, okay, well, hi, everyone. Oh, episode 32. Only eight more till episode 40. You have to do something special. 40 is... Are people who are 40 old thoughts? No, I think because our life expectancy has, like, gone up, middle age is now, like, 65. So... I mean, if middle age literally means being in the middle, I think 45 is more like middle age. Uh, if you look to like 90. I, I mean, guess. it has to be. Um, but if I die at 40, then I'm middle aged right now. <laughs> Shannon, you're not supposed to tell them your age. You're supposed to stay relatable. They can be listening yeah, to a 40 year old. Yeah, I'm 16, just like you cool kids. <laughs> we're pandering to teens. Hi, we're relatable just like you. We have problems. Mm, boyfriends, boy problems, girl problems. Oh my god, I just got Dab. acne. And like, a period. Um, <laughs> please listen to us and give us your money. I'm going to start a Patreon. All the teens, give us your money, please. Um, okay. I also love Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what the kids listen to now? I love the dubstep. <laughs> The dubstep. That's my favorite. That's my favorite singer. I also love the Charlie Puth. That one's not even a joke because Charlie Puth is rad and I actually do listen to him. And people do listen to him now and like, yo, Charlie Puth, shout out. But anyway, now that I'm done sucking Charlie Puth's dick, let's talk about conspiracy theories. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, everyone. Again, for the third time. My name's Andre and this is... Shannon, I think. Good job, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, today we're going to be talking. Today we're going to be talking to you about conspiracy theories. So um, I'm going to get started. Shannon, you okay with that? Are you going to like spook me, or is this just going to be like not spooky? <laughs> wait, uh, that was that. like Did... a weird way to phrase that. <laughs> is it, wait, is this going to is this going to be what? Is this going to be scary or no? <laughs> I mean. I think so. At least at least one of the two that I have should be. Yeah, it, it depends on how you see it. That's the thing. I mean, right? It's a conspiracy theory. Like, it's debatable on whether it's real or not. 
So if you believe it, oh yeah, yeah it's definitely scary. And I gotta, you know, I'm terrible at not spoiling everything. So I'm just gonna tell you from the get go. I believe in this first one for sure, a hundred percent. So put your tinfoil hat on. We're on for the ride. Um, uh, okay. Oh, it's Today on. Today I'm gonna be talking. Uh, oh my god. Today I'm gonna be talking about John Lang. Shin, have you heard of John Lang? No, I haven't actually. Okay. So, John Lang was a man who lived in Fresno, California, um, who died a couple years back. I can't believe that I don't have the actual year, um, unless I do. Yes, he died in... <gasps> I do not. I have the month of a year, but I don't have the year. But this was recent. This was like a couple years ago. I remember seeing videos about it when it happened. I was really shook. Um, so a couple years ago, not super relevant when, but this is, this is modern. I just want to like make that clear. So a couple of years ago, this man by the name of John Lang, who lived in Fresno, California, and he died in a house fire. Now, the, th the kick about this is that he, what he occupied his time with was tackling police harassment in the city. Um, specifically a license plate scam that was being done in low-income neighborhoods at the time. And this is all real. You can look this up. Um, and he would talk about it um, in on Facebook. He'd make posts. But also um, his investigations had been making like local headlines at the time. So obviously the police didn't like this. Like I think we can just assume that. Um, and what happens? So his posts start getting a little scary right at what point this man um actually i can just read you the post verbatim right some of them so john lang um a couple of weeks before he died posted on facebook uh anyone want to crash on my pad tonight must be a legal gun owner i think the bad guys might come and get me tonight and then someone comments hmm. What the fuck? And he says, totally serious. Any serious patriots out there? I've seen a couple of guys sneak in the vacant building next to me. I've been under some threats recently because of my activism lately. Um, uh, yeah, so he was like a man in his um, either mid-30s or early 40s. Um, and again, like, I, I suppose he was just unsettling the police. And <laughs> that's the thing. Like, it's how do I talk about this, right? I think because I have to pick basically a side to talk about it i realize because otherwise i'm gonna be struggling with my words i'm just gonna go the way i see it so john lang was basically investigating police harassment and the police didn't like this um his posts began making headlines and he started to notice unsettling people outside of his home uh ranging from i mean there was a van at one point that, you have to there's video of this you have to i'm gonna show it to you later there was a at one point there was a van that um like parked up to his house and uh the van door opened you can see this in the video and the man inside the van had this huge heat sensor camera like recording his house <laughs> and like huh? what the van yeah and the van was like branded as some like carpet cleaning company but that was obviously bullshit um and also like other nights before and after that incident there were police cars outside of his house or on the other side of the street anywhere in a close vicinity to his house basically there were often police cars in like the late hours of the night this happened continuously 
what the fuck? Like, what? literally, what do you make of that? And he didn't live in, like, a dangerous <sighs> neighborhood where, like, police presence was necessary all the time because of, like, gang violence or anything like that. He didn't live in that kind of neighborhood. So it's just... Right? Okay, anyway. Um, so, the... But, yeah, the, the heat sensor camera, that's a, that's a biggie. Because when you watch the video, it just looks so blatantly obvious that, like, they're spying on this man. And it's just so fucking crazy. They obviously didn't know they were being <laughs> recorded. Um, but he had security cameras outside of his house, and that's how he got the footage. And it's all on YouTube. Okay, so all of this happens. A couple more incidents take place where um, he sees that there are strange men approaching his backyard at, in the late hours of the night, trying to familiarize themselves with his dogs. Which, I mean, that obviously tells you something, right? Like, if you don't know this, Janet, burglars do that when they're scouting a house to rob so that the dogs won't like bark at them when they finally go through with it. Um, now yeah. these guys, if you believe in the theory, obviously weren't trying to rob the house. They were trying to kill the man, but it's the same concept. They, they didn't want the dogs to sound off an alarm. So, you know, there's footage of, of strange men doing, again, you don't know that they're the police, but like, you know, connect the fucking dots. So police cars outside of his house that were just static for hours. They just didn't move. Like, what, what exactly were they patrolling? And if they weren't patrolling anything and you were like, oh, maybe the cops were just hanging there. Do cops do that? <laughs> Don't cops go home to their families to sleep? Like, I'm confused. Um, and even if you were like, oh, late shift. Again, they, were they working? They were just sitting there. Um, it's just fucking bizarre. And then, you know, the heat, uh, sensor camera. Um, there was also that same van, that carpet cleaning van would also um, kind of like park up to its house. Um, just in general, some days without the heat sensor camera, or at least we couldn't see it on the footage. Um, so, you know, weird van. At one point, that weird van is like filming him, the police cars, the men trying to familiarize themselves with this dog. And and then he dies in a fucking fire. <laughs> uh, now, let me get into detail about that. So he keeps making more Facebook posts, right? After all this harassment, uh, after all this harassment keeps going on. Um, another really disturbing one that he makes is, um, this one. Oh my god, just reading this is fucking crazy. Um, okay, so someone, um, posts on John Lang's Facebook wall something about uh, local news, and then John Lang responds to that saying, Corin, you want some real news? Corrupt Fresno cops are going to try and kill me this weekend, possibly tonight. This is no joke. Please follow up on my story regardless of what happens or what version the cops in the Fresno Bee come up with. Please check out a website and my YouTube site, and then he puts his link. Thank you. Okay, listen. <laughs> you know, I've heard a lot, and we'll get more into this in a minute, floated around about how he was mentally ill and this and this and that, but there just isn't that much proof of that. And honestly, even if there was, like, this man's posts seem coherent enough to me. They read coherently that, and, and also, like, all of the weird disturbances happening outside of his home, that, like, even if you prove to me that the guy had, like, schizophrenia, um, one, people with schizophrenia aren't, like, completely out of touch with reality. Like, they have moments times of clarity and two like all the fucking evidence right and so to me th that like oh the guy was fucking crazy and he killed himself doesn't fly because of those reasons but also because listen hunty number one the guy set fire to his own house like if you believe that he killed himself 
I don't know that I'd do that if I was killing myself. That's kind of fucking crazy. Also, when they found the body, yeah. they found that he had multiple stab wounds in the back, and they weren't surface level. I have to make that caveat because there was a coroner's report released weeks later that said that the um, the stab wounds were actually surface level. Then there was a correction to the coroner's report, Shannon, that said that the stab wounds were actually superficial stab wounds in the front of his body, not the back. To me, that just reads like a messy hmm. fucking cover-up where the coroners can get their fucking story right. And I think the initial report is the accurate one, that he had multiple stab wounds in the back that weren't shallow. How the fuck do you stab yourself multiple times in the back and then set your house on fire? I am confusion. So... (laughs) (sighs) I get so passionate. This is fucking crazy. This is fucking bizarre. And here's the thing, right? Like, immediately when I read the Facebook post, my guttural reaction was like, oh my god, like, go to the police and tell them that, and then I stopped myself, and I'm like, well, duh, he can't go to the fucking police (laughs) and, like, make a police report if this is indeed true because, like, they're the ones trying to get him. Um, So thoughts so far um i'm just intrigued so far but i don't know like why we're leaping to cops why couldn't it just be like the the men in black you know what i mean i mean it could be but um he was investigating cops specifically and kind of staining their reputation oh so, I mean, Ooh, yeah. wait lizard people who are implanted in positions of power <laughs> i think <laughs> I think maybe I'm not a reptilian stan. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think like maybe you're just afraid of like bad mouthing the cops. But one, I doubt they're listening to this. Two, like they're not gonna kill us for talking about this because like people have talked about this to death. Uh, they might kill us if we discover something new though. But yeah, like chill, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I mean, I don't know, I don't know. It's just it's just terrible. Like I and I yeah. believe it. Just like. It also makes me wonder how, like, the Fresno community, like, how their perception of the police changed after this incident. Um, You know, the police have their firm stance in the city that, like, obviously this is just a conspiracy theory and it's fucking wild. And the man set his house on fire and killed himself and it was, like, crazy. Uh, But, again, like, crazy or not, like, crazy doesn't always mean liar. And also crazy is sometimes used as a pejorative to silence people who are just kind of out of the ordinary but that doesn't mean they're bad or they're lying and to me this guy reads like that um have you ever been to fresno i have been to fresno yeah (laughs) it's quite a place (laughs) Um, yeah i was gonna say fresno's wild (laughs) yeah um so, you know, I mean, you never know. Maybe, maybe it's police department as well, too. Now, okay, here's the last post that he, this guy made, which is really sad. Um, if I turn up missing or dead tomorrow, remember this van. I think I've seen a couple of guys sneak out the side door into the building when it was parked in the carport out this afternoon. I've been causing the city of Fresno a lot of problems recently, which now I regret. Sign on the door said, guarantee carpet cleaning Fresno. And then he links to one of his videos on his YouTube channel on the Facebook post. Um, and then he was found dead the next day. House on fire. Did um, you look up to see if that's a real carpet cleaning place? I have not. Holy shit. Um, I'm going to do that right now. Uh, but, I, yeah, I, I just, I want to hear, like, I want to hear what you think. Kind of like where you stand. Um, I am a firm believer that no one should have carpet in their house because it absorbs <laughs> all the smells, especially if you have pets. So, 
I'm a hardwood <laughs> girl. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like there's just not enough for me to make an assumption about this yet. You know what I mean? Because, like, if I, I wanted to go on Facebook and be like, <laughs> someone's following me if I'm not alive tomorrow. And then I just, if I was alive the next day, I'd just delete it. Um, but, like, you can just do that every day of your life. You know what I mean? Until it actually happens and you actually do get killed. Yeah. And then suddenly it's, like, a thing. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying that, like... So you're saying that the guy, like, did kill himself? No, I don't think that at all. I just don't think that we have any, um evidence to who did it you know it's just like there's a theory but there's not like motive or anything like what did he find on them like why aren't we talking about that okay so just to give a little more context on what exactly john lang was uncovering on the fresno police um i um went into the um unresolved mystery subreddit which is really good and um got a really good comment explaining basically what was uncovered by John Lang and I'm just going to read it off because I couldn't explain it better. So this guy says that he lived in Fresno and that he had been following Lang's story for a while and um, from what he understands um, he was first brought to the spotlight when he caught the Fresno police targeting poor neighborhoods illegally. What they were doing was the police had gotten their new uh, license plate scanners which linked to their main database which also linked to social media and other things and this new system was widely reported on at the time apparently by the the news basically what it did is it spit out a threat score based on a number of official and unofficial sources of information what they do is scan the parking lots of low-income neighborhoods and when a high threat score came up they uh would quote unquote randomly pull that person over when they left the parking lot and badger them to search their car this is obviously unconstitutional <laughs> um because it's basically <laughs> akin to like stopping a person on the street and demanding that they empty their pockets and that's that's not legal uh and lang was reporting that this is what they were doing this is exactly what they were doing uh in the months leading up to a suicide and that's what it is so but I don't know. is that worth killing someone over that is a big argument that is made in this thread as well. Like, is it really that bad that, like, you... You know what I mean? That, like, we haven't seen that happen before. Well, or maybe if it has happened before, the person who it has happened to hasn't been as vocal on Facebook. You know, that victim, that hypothetical victim, mm -hmm. as John Lang was. But we just haven't seen that happen before. Like, people... Like, police departments all over the country have got to uncover for a lot of different and bigger things. And their whistleblowers don't immediately die. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I also and don't... Like... <laughs> I also don't know how much it really does to kill the person after they've uncovered your dirt. Like, the dirt's yeah. out there. I guess maybe he wanted to send a message to whistleblowers, then that makes sense. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't do a lot if the damage is already done. And it doesn't send a message unless you know explicitly that it was murder, but they covered it up. <laughs> Right. Okay, so you know what? Uh, I, I mean, I'm glad that you brought that up. And I realize now that I really can't ignore that part of this theory. So I'm going to soften my stance and say that I mostly believe in the conspiracy theory. But I can't say 100% anymore. Because, I mean, that is a good argument. Um, well, yeah. I guess for me, what I'm thinking about is that this is a good scapegoat, but we also don't know a lot about this guy aside from this situation, so it's possible that he was into other stuff. Maybe he 
slept with someone's wife and the guy was like, hey, this guy's really vocal on Facebook. I'm going to burn his house down. You know what I mean? And we aren't looking into that motive because why would we? You know what I mean? I mean, I guess I mean, that still doesn't. I mean, listen, that that one piece about the like thermal imaging camera that's fucking wild Shannon you have to watch that video it's like the most it's it looks like a movie literally it's crazy and like why his house alone and only his house like it's fucking weird you you can't explain that away very easily um, but if they fake the moon landing can't they fake anything on video I mean, no, no, this, no, that's the real footage. Like, it's not some CGI bullshit John Lang came up with. Like, that obviously is real footage when you look at it. I mean, unless he, hired some, unless he hired someone to but, to do that. But then, like, what about the police cars? Like, being outside of his house all the time. He can't hire police cars. Like, I, I'm insane. There are some things that you just can't. Which is why I, I'm leaning into this mostly, rather than not. Because I, I gotta, I, I mean... I just gotta like go with my gut, right? Um, but anyway, that's a John Lang story. Pretty fucking spooky. Um, if you believe that John Lang was telling the truth, because then that means like your government's out to kill you. Shall you cross them? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and yeah, it's pretty fucking scary. Speaking of government out to get you, that reminds me. Um, Gemini Man with Will Smith. Have you seen the trailer for that? No, I've heard of it, though. So, <laughs> just a quick segue. Uh, quick side note. Um, it's basically this movie where Will Smith was, like, de-aged a bunch of years because he has to play a clone of himself as well as himself. So, Will Smith is playing this character in his 50s, you know, as he is. But then he's also playing the same character, but, like, in his 20s. And basically the movie is like mm. they took an assassin that was really good and made a clone of him 20 years ago. And now the clone's grown up and he's 20 and he's going to kill the original assassin. Like that's it's basically what it is. Like imagine your, your younger clone killing you and they de-aged him and it's fucking creepy. That was basically my point that it was <laughs> fucking creepy and you have to watch the trailer. <laughs> um, so does he look like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air again? <laughs> Yeah, it literally looks like that. Um, but here's the thing. it's the, I mean, it looks really good, but why is hate creepy? It's because they didn't get the eyes right. And I get it, because eyes are the hardest thing to do in CGI. Their eyes are so complex, Shannon. And I'm a CGI mm-hmm. buff, so I know that like that's like the thing that we haven't conquered yet. And they really tried with this movie. Like, If, if you cover the eyes, it literally looks like a real person. Um, but yeah. yeah, the eyes kind of fuck it up. But anyway, it reminded me of that because that's kind of the premise of the movie. Like, the government's after him, whatever. Um, anyway, oh, also, I did look up the carpeting place. It has a shitty fucking website and a phone number and an email, a Yahoo email. It doesn't have an address. <laughs> and <laughs> it doesn't have a lot of information either. So, for all we know, it could have been just like a website that the Fresno police just like made quick. Um, to like, or they live in the... their van, <laughs> or they live in their van. I'm just saying. I mean, this is one shitty website, but anyway, it was made on Google. It's also sites. Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, now <laughs> next, I want to talk to you about something that might really get me in trouble. You know, um, but oh I my god, what is this. it? This has to be spoken about. Um, I don't know if you saw... Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if you saw the um, (laughs) sneak picture that I posted on Twitter earlier today for our 30-second episode when this goes live on Monday. 
Um, and that's going to hint to what I'm going to talk about next. So everyone, okay. get ready. Because the Queen of England is a cannibal. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god, I think I've heard this one. Now listen. I may not be 100% about John Lang, but bitch, this old lady's eating kits, okay? Now, hear me what? out. What? <laughs> <laughs> you just went from like 25 to 2000. <laughs> um, no, I mean, listen, this theory, like, you can think what you will. I think it's kind of hilarious, but still, like, has enough, like, <laughs> enough substance to kind of ponder about it if not take it seriously so i just wanted to cover it because i loved i loved it when i read it okay so <laughs> this is this is from an article by the way from what it's basically like another um um it's all-time conspiracies it's like a very famous youtube channel about conspiracies and they have their own website and they wrote an article on this and i thought it was really good and um uh this is where i'm getting most of this from so anyway just wanted to say that now Queen Elizabeth, she has been in that throne for over 65 years, okay? That's a long-ass time. And from what people say after meeting her, she's very vivacious at her, what, 90-something years old? 92, 93? Bitch is old, but she's lively, you know? (laughs) And she's energetic, and uh, we don't know if it's the tea and the crumpets or if it's human child blood. We just don't know. I think that it's, like, millions of dollars. (laughs) I mean, but here's the thing, right? Like, the Queen, Madonna, Cher, they all have a lot of money. And yeah, you can look young. But does do Madonna and Cher, like, move young? They move like old ladies. Like, it's <laughs> different. Like, money can buy you energy. Money can buy you looks, but not energy. So, how the fuck is she so energetic? Now, okay, here's the thing. Oh, and also people have been saying that she's very energetic for a long time. Which she, when she was, like, in her 50s, like, 40 years ago, they were still saying that already. So she wants to be really, really lively. Um, uh, the article mentions that her longevity and vitality amazed those who met her even 40 years ago. Um, and speaking of 40 years ago, in 1973, this is where this starts, right? Cultural philosopher Hubert Humdinger published an article describing how Queen Elizabeth II was, quote-unquote, packed with more energy than the sun. He explained that she maintains her remarkable vibrancy through a dark habit. Quote-unquote, there is an immense amount of spiritual energy in human muscle, he said. Um, <laughs> how are you so far? <laughs> <laughs> Um, again, I also love that this was, like, back in 1973, which, now that I think about it, it might actually be a little offensive. Like, what, a 51-year-old woman can be, like, lively? <laughs> like, that's not that weird. Not after um, menopause. <laughs> but anyway, that's what he wrote. And she, he continues, um, quote-unquote, she must need human flesh to be so vivacious. Humdinger's model <laughs> and its claims, however, because financial analyst Jim Willie also believes that the Queen is a child-killing Satanist. <laughs> okay, now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I shouldn't say also, because Humdinger, right, the original claimer of this, he says that there's an, an, an enormous, like, and his quote was, is there's an enormous amount of a, a spiritual energy in the human muscle. But he said nothing about kids. It was someone else, a financial analyst at the time, that also contributed to the conspiracy theory. Jim Willie is the one that says specifically that she's killing children through satanic rituals. He's the one, not the other. Well, 
the 70s was all about satanic panic, so of course they're gonna take this old woman and say she's killing children. <laughs> okay, but listen, listen. There's fucking proof, Shannon, okay? Okay, so There's Jim Willie, the second guy, right? So he, his claims are actually backed with evidence. There's several separate reports about dozens of school children <laughs> that went missing in Canada each time the Queen made a state visit. How the fuck do you explain that away? <laughs> that's not that's not proof. That's that's it not is even proof. Like if she's stealing those kids, like what does she okay, need them but for? Like, to make her tea and come like <laughs> no. I bet you the last time I went down to Southern California, at least like thousands of children went missing and it wasn't because of me. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> um Okay, okay, you know what? Listen, listen, listen to this. Okay, so um, uh, William Combs, um, he is a, um, a journalist, a British journalist. He claims to, uh, well, he's a journalist and I believe he's a journalist, but he was definitely the director of like a Catholic school in Canada <laughs> during the 60s and 70s. Um, or at least that's how the article explains it. So this guy, William Combs, he claims that he witnessed the queen kidnap 10 children from his residential Catholic school in 1964. So, hi. Wait. Do you have, are you going to elaborate on what exactly he saw? Like, did she, like, shuffle them into her carriage? (laughs) That's what he says he saw. Yeah, like, I mean, it's funny because the theory, the theory kind of, the theory is that the queen is like foregoing her secret service and her bodyguards and just like sneaking in the night to like steal kids. <laughs> um, I feel like I the theory say, would be like, more believable. I feel like the theory would be more believable if like they said that the whole like royal house was helping her. That would make sense. Yeah. But, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I have to agree with that. <laughs> um, Doesn't even. <laughs> But again, if, I mean, if she's consuming human flesh and she's so lively and vivacious, maybe she does have the strength to, like, carry ten kids on her shoulders and run away. Like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe they were small infants. Maybe. Do you think the queen is the creature in the missing 411 cases? Yes. <laughs> I mean, now that I think about it. You know, we never concluded that with anything. I mean, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the answer we were looking for. Um Yeah. So, according to the article, Queen Elizabeth II, her husband, Prince Philip, and perhaps the entire royal family consume people in order to prolong their own existence beyond the natural limits of the human body. Uh, And again, this Mm -hmm. is irrefutable because of the stolen kits and also the fact that kids just randomly went missing whenever she made a state visit to Canada because I guess she likes Canadian kids and no other kids from any other of the 106 countries she's visited during her reign. Or we don't know. Maybe those countries just didn't report it. Who knows? Maybe those countries love her so much they willingly gave her children. You don't know. Um, It's the maple syrup. Makes the kids really tasty. Oh, that's fucked up. Um, okay, anyway. Is it so... any more fucked up than her stealing <laughs> on her back? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I felt fucked up saying that. But anyway. Um, uh, so the article goes to elaborate on how Europeans in both the old and new worlds ate human remains for medicinal purposes. Now, this is a fact. This is true. Um, it was known as corpse medicine when Europeans did this, and it was fucking gross. Um, uh, granted, they got it from the Egyptians, so, you know, they were the first gross ones. Uh, and basically what corpse medicine was, was literally what it fucking sounds like. Like, you ate parts of corpse. Um, and, but it was popular amongst British royalty. That's what needs to be noted. 
uh, Queen Elizabeth's predecessors, mm -hmm. William III and Queen Mary, both took potions containing human skull. Charles II liked it so much that he bought the recipe and mixed his own. Um, uh, <laughs> these remedies, according to the article, were made using grinded Egyptian mummies, body parts supplied by an illegal grave robbing industry, and blood freshly drank from executed criminals. Um, uh, even Charles I's blood was mopped up by the crowd when he was beheaded centuries ago because his royal spirit was considered to have potent healing powers. So eating corpse was definitely part of the zeitgeist at the time. Um, and we don't know. Maybe the royal family, like, kept on with this shit, even though the general public forgot about it. We just don't know, Shaq. <laughs> telling you. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I could be wrong, but there's like a lot of parasites and like deadly brain viruses you can get from consuming human flesh if it's not cooked properly. Um, I don't so think, I think the parasites are going to do... be very lively. I don't think the parasites are going to do a lot to you if you're a reptilian, which Queen Elizabeth II is, so I don't think it matters <laughs> that much. Um, okay, also... so she's a reptilian. It's not cannibalism then. Oh, you're right. It's just, it's just, she's just the apex predator. She's basically yeah, a big exactly. crocodile in a dress. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this is taking a turn. Um, but regardless, you know, eating kits is bad, if, whether you're a reptilian or just a plain human. Uh, and I love that the article included this, which was, like, completely unnecessary. <laughs> uh, the article mentions how, um, okay, so let's say Queen Elizabeth is a cannibal. Even if she were a cannibal, she would not face consequences under the law in the United Kingdom because it is not a crime to eat another person. <laughs> Again, I said it was Wait, bad, but not? in the UK, it's not a crime. No, we Americans made that a crime because we have way too many cannibals and crazies here. But in the UK... Not a crime. Here's the thing. I think it's because they know the queen's eating those kids, and they can't. But here's the thing, though. To you know, to counter that point, actually, I don't know that it would matter if she was doing something illegal, because the article goes on to elaborate that um, although civil and criminal proceedings cannot be taken against the sovereign as a person under UK law, the queen is careful to ensure that all her activities in her personal capacity are carried out in strict accordance with the law. Sure, my ass. But the point is that, like, you can't take the queen to court. And so maybe, like, the reason it's legal or it's not, it's not illegal has nothing to do with her. It's just, you know, it's whatever. Because really, even if it was illegal, she would get away with it. So that doesn't matter. Um, and that's the real problem that she can get away with it, which means she's doing it. So K's fucking close. <laughs> How do you think that she's eating them? Do you think that she seasons them? Um, do you think there's a roast or is she eating them I raw? Think, I think it's a very cold, British, emotionless affair, as most British things are. I think she just puts the whole kid still clothed alive and just recently <laughs> kidnapped on a small plate and the kid's just like laying there basically planking and then she just takes a knife and fork and just starts cutting oh my god just That's emotionally really dark. Ex expressionless but the kid's like heavily sedated and so they're not screaming and so it's like really terrifying and really boring <laughs> i thought you were gonna say and then she just eats them whole in one bite like that <laughs> would have been interesting Wow, that's really fascinating. Do you yeah. do you believe this? No. This, <laughs> this oh, okay. Crazy. That yeah was like really close. <laughs> no, I don't believe this shit. But I love it. It's just so like it's so Avril Lavigne, Melissa Vandela. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of conspiracy theory, and I just it's just <laughs> fucking wild. I love it. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. The article ends with like a really cool note, I guess, which is that the queen's approval rating in the USA, um, which I don't know why she has an approval rating here, doesn't matter, but it's eighty-two percent. Okay, presidents are shaking hmm. right now. Um, yeah. So that that's her approval rating here. But here's the thing. It's because she has never given an interview. Did you know that, Shannon? The Queen has never given an interview. Like, on media. Wow. Yeah. And wow. so, like, no shit. I mean, this is, like, aside from the conspiracy theory, aside from the point. But, like, just a fun fact. She's never given an interview. And so, well, yeah, like, no shit. Like, no wonder people like her so much. Because she, like, we don't know anything about her political opinions, her personal views. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, But... But that's yeah. broken. Who needs but. to know them, honestly? We know that she eats children. That's all we need to know. <laughs> by that same token, though, we also, because she tells us nothing about her life, and it's like her public image is so controlled, we don't know anything about what truly goes on behind palace walls. So maybe she is eating kids. Yeah. Well... I, as an American who actually doesn't care about what's happening over there, I've never understood the fascination of our country with the royal family. Like, I don't care. Like, she's not my queen. She's not affecting me in any way. Like, I just, I, 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 I don't get it. Like, didn't we well, do the Boston Tea Party? Aren't we separate from them? Like, I, I, yeah. It's because, like, we're the rebellion teen who, like, never came home and were like, God, my relationship with my parents is terrible. But, like, they're still your parents. So you have to, like, look sometimes. You know what I mean? You kind of just How? have to, like, take a peek. Andre, you're Mexican. She's, she's not, you're not, and I'm, like, Japanese. Like, we're not in any way related to these people. <laughs> yeah. No, again, it's, oh, you're right. Well, but we live here. Like, that's, you know, it's just, like, and, like, other other people, like, other white people, like, they are, they are, you know, like, the descendants, and they're genuinely interested, and maybe we just get, like, sucked up in it, because some of our friends care, and so we just end up caring. I know I end up looking, you know, just, like, taking a sneak peek, taking some interest in the royal wedding. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Like, it just kind of, like, you get sucked into it. Okay. I think it's a conspiracy. I think that they're using the royal family to distract us from real issues like climate change, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, girl, if you want to think about that conspiracy theory, the royal family is the like last one of mine. It's, it's the last the thing Kardashians I think was are like, like the number yeah, one. That would be the last shadow curtain, shadow curtain I would be thinking about. Like the shadow curtain is so fucking stupid. Smoke curtain I'd be thinking about. It's probably the Kardashians, <laughs> probably like Hollywood. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's for another day. What do you have? Um, well, first I want to open with like a small anecdote that's, um, just weird. So <laughs> I genuinely don't know how YouTube decides to like recommend stuff to me because I was like scrolling through my feed. This was a couple weeks ago and <laughs> I saw this video that said Cheesecake Factory is a satanic temple. And I clicked on it. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Like, I don't know how this side of YouTube found me or what they want with me, but it was not ironic. It was not a joke. Everyone in the comments was like, yes, praise Jesus. The Cheesecake Factory is the devil. We're not eating there anymore. And, um, and so I watched. And so I want to share with you um, the tidbits of, from what I learned in that quite offensive video about why the Cheesecake Factory is obviously a satanic temple. So... Without further ado, um, 
their first reason is that it's very dark and dimly lit. So if you own a restaurant that is dark and dimly lit, you are up to no good and it is clearly that way because you want it to be like a church or a holy place. Um, <laughs> their second clearly. evidence... Yeah, their second evidence was that the paintings on the walls and the ceilings have a lot of biblical imagery and they um, basically were pointing out that there were snakes. And, I mean, just by looking at it, it just looked like some, like, regular, like, cheap floral design with some creatures on it. Like, nothing about it screams, like, religious imagery to me. And the snakes weren't even, like, menacing. But apparently that's evidence that that's Satan. Um, <laughs> now, the next thing they pointed out was that there are these, like, candle fixtures slash um, hanging lamps in the Cheesecake Factory. And if you look at them carefully, they're crafted in such a way that it creates a symbol that is, um, has something to do with spells or Satan or summoning or something. To me, it looks like a candlestick. Um, hmm. And so basically, th this guy was saying, like, every time you walk into the Cheesecake Factory and you drink out of these glasses and you engage with food in this dark atmosphere, you are offering, like yourself up to satan basically like you're in an act you're in a ritual and um <laughs> the comments were just very supportive and that's what i found most jarring about this is that people were like yes it is oh my god god bless or like quoting bible verses <laughs> so i just need youtube to know that i'm not about that um i'm not interested in that and i honestly i've been to cheesecake factory once in my life and I didn't feel like Satan was trying to get to me. Um, but that Listen, is interesting. That <laughs> I don't even know if it's you. Like, YouTube recommendations have been crazy lately. As of a couple of new months. I don't know if they have a new intern or what. But they are coming to me the, the randomest fucking shit. Um, and then I'll see in the comments people like, YouTube recommendations are super weird. So everyone's getting the same weird shit. It's just weird what they're recommending yeah. people. Like, videos from, like, a long-ass time ago, videos that are offensive, videos with cuss words, which usually YouTube would be, like, straying away from. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just, like, lost oversight. I literally don't know what's happening with that company. Uh, but, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I mean... Well, maybe that's cheesecake. a conspiracy. Maybe they want us to see these things. Maybe they're trying to spread the word about cheesecake. I, I mean, it know. could be. Yeah, they're programming us for something. They're priming us. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so... Let me pull up my notes. I actually want to talk to you about PsyOps. Have you ever heard of these, Andre? I have heard of the concept. that It's basically okay. short for psychological operations, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's weird because, like, I'm putting this under the category of conspiracy, right? But it's mm -hmm. not actually a conspiracy because it's confirmed. Like, this is real. <laughs> and the Wikipedia page actually confirms that it's real. Um, if we believe Wikipedia, which obviously we should. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> so psychological operations are actually sanctioned by the U.S. military. Um, I guess the conspiracy part comes in with, well, if they have people actually sanctioning these and carrying them out, then they could be having ones that we don't know about. And that's where things get a little bit goofy and where we say, like... Um, McDonald's is a psyop to make everyone obese. And it's like, um, I guess 
but I don't <laughs> like McDonald's, so it's not working on me. I, okay. I made myself obese. <laughs> Quick side note on the Wikipedia thing, like, like you can trust most things on Wikipedia, but sometimes I am reminded, like, very bluntly, that people can edit it at any time because <laughs> because someone like I saw a meme of someone who like had the balls to like go in the Jeffrey Epstein page and change like. Um, something about his suicide to the word like assassination like they changed every word like suicide <laughs> to assassination and i'm like damn oh um, my god yeah. yeah and that stayed up for a couple hours so anyway go ahead yeah yeah they're pretty good at updating it but that's interesting wow okay so the basic definition of a psychological operation is that it's an operation to convey selected information um, and indicators to audiences to influence their emotions, motives, and objective reasoning, and ultimately the behavior of governments, organizations, groups, and individuals. So what that means essentially is that you're not actually aware of how often you're being told to feel or think or believe something, and you basically you know it's like how do you yeah. actually know if that opinion is your own you know we really can't like my friend andre told me that avril lavigne is dead so now i believe him you know what i mean like mm -hmm. there yeah. are many things that could be influenced not just psyops so i guess that's just another reason to do your research or whatever but then again the government is great and we should all support it um <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um okay so there's like a lot of different kinds of psyops that have been conducted over the years and different types of psyops. There's strategic psyops. Um, that's basically like through the Department of Defense. There's operational psyops that do the military, um, tactical psyops. They are um, kind of in like tactical missions. So that's not really stuff that we would be concerned with because we're not physically in the army. Um, so we're thinking more about the kind that would be broadcast onto the citizens. Mm -hmm. um, so here's just a, like a few, or I guess I'll just share one that's actually real and did happen um, that was conducted, you know. So in 2000, um, they, they actually got caught. So there were soldiers from the 4th Psychological Operations Group interning at cnn and npr in in the late 90s and in 2000 that's when they got caught finally so after like 10 years possibly around there um <laughs> so this program of putting these like operatives in cnn and npr it was basically an attempt to do um <laughs> training with industry so that they would understand how the media worked but the program um, it, it brought up a lot of questions of like, well, how much influence did these soldiers have on what was happening with the news and what was being not shown on the news and what they were saying and what they were feeding us, you know what I mean? And so like, this is a real thing. Oh, it wasn't 10 years. It says 1998 to 1999. So that's only two yeah. years that we could really worry about that. Um, <laughs> You know, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine. Okay, so the one I want to talk about um, kind of more in depth, which is also real, which is something I didn't know until 
and you're gonna find this slightly hilarious. I found this out on Tumblr <laughs> in like one of those meme jokes, but it's real. So basically, have you ever heard of the artist Jackson Pollock? Yes. So apparently Jackson Pollock wouldn't necessarily be famous today if it wasn't for the CIA. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> that's just wild to me because like this wasn't something that was um it's not like wide knowledge, but they did actually admit to it um years after it happened. Uh, but basically, the CIA used American modern art, um, particularly of Jackson Pollock, um, Mark Rothko, as a weapon in the Cold War. And I'm going to be quoting slash drawing from Francis Stoner Saunders' article, um, and it is published. It was published in 1995. So this is like actually. Um, <laughs> This has been a thing for a while, so I don't know why I'm just now hearing about it, like, what, 15, 20 years later? Oh, 1995. Mm, gotcha. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so, basically, it's, it's, why did they do this? Yeah. And the Cold War, just for, like, a um, historical little background for you guys, a really bad one, because I'm not a history person. Um, the Cold War was basically between Russia and the U.S. after World War II, right? Um, and it was kind of like this passive-aggressive, like, it's what it's a passive-aggressive war where basically they just hated each other and everything was like, make everyone hate the Russians, make everyone hate the U.S. because of, we don't like the way this is working, blah, blah, blah. Mm. See what I mean? I'm great at history. <laughs> yeah. So... In the 50s and the 60s, during this, like, era, um, there was just kind of a distaste for art. And people just, like, were not very enthusiastic about it. So what happened is when um, the Cold War began, they decided, okay, we need people to get passionate about their country and show them that we are something that Russia is not. And Russia, mm -hmm. who is supposed, who's supposedly like communist and straight-laced, totally not cool at all, um, you know, can't compare to the U.S., who suddenly has this like loose and free art or whatever that's like so like, I don't know, it's chill, it's different, blah blah. blah. But if you've ever seen Jackson Pollock's work, it's literally like he just took a brush, dipped it in paint, and just splattered his fucking canvas. And he got paid thousands and thousands of dollars for this. And it's like, that's, that's what? So that's why yeah. it's kind of like... Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the reason that's so famous is because the CIA was like, well, let's fund a lot of money into spending, like sending these artists around the Europe and the US and we'll have exhibitions of their art as a way of saying we're better than Russia. The US is capable of great beautiful things. We're so much better than communism. Um, and that's kind of what happened with that. And I, I know that that's not like super scary or anything, but I think that just the fact that they acknowledge this and admitted to it is proof yeah. that we don't ever that... really know what they're doing. <laughs> no, that is kind of spooky. I agree. No, yeah. 
like, <laughs> they, they, they only admitted to it because it's, it is inconsequential, I think, when it's all said and done. But for stuff that's not inconsequential, then they may never, you know what I mean? And yeah, I think that's like, scary. Yeah, like, <laughs> if, if there's no incentive to, like, release something for control damage or anything like that, why would they release all the many, many secrets they have? Like, I mean, even Area 51, like, literally, it was invented, like, 70 years ago, and we only knew of its existence, like, recently during the Obama administration in, like, 2009. Like, that's fucking wild. Like... Yeah. <laughs> where people knew that it existed like for like years and now you want us to believe you don't have aliens there so why exactly was it kept secret for so long like it's so dumb yeah it really is so there wasn't a lot of evidence to prove this um going into the time after the cold war um but then a former cia case officer donald jameson actually admitted that yes um abstract expressionism was a um psyop of the cia and it was a good opportunity for them so they just ran with it and um he said this is a direct quote i'd love to be able to say that the cia invented it just to see what happens in new york and downtown soho tomorrow but i think what we did was really was to recognize the difference it was recognized that abstract expressionism was the kind of art that made socialist realism look even more stylized and more rigid and confined than it was and that relationship was exploited in some of these exhibitions. And so basically he's saying, like, <laughs> it, it kind of sucked. And it actually ended up showing that we weren't actually that creative. Like, we were just convincing people that it was this new beautiful thing. And it worked because people are dumb. Um, at least that's yeah. what I think he was saying. But then again, it's like, are people actually dumb? Or are they being told by some unknown force because they're seeing this really heavily sponsored art exhibition come through their town that says this is good like you're gonna I mean, stand there next to your friend and be like this or, is good and they're gonna be like yeah <laughs> or both people are what? dumb and being fooled <laughs> yeah i don't know um I, I have, like, a lot of notes on this, but it's honestly, like, it's, I think that's just, like, the main point I wanted to get to, and I don't, it was hard to find, like, scarier psyops than that that weren't just completely crazy, you know what I mean? But I do, like, I saw one joke about, um, <laughs> that, you know, the Area 51 raid thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so everyone's talking about, like, let's go raid Area 51 because they can't yeah, stop us. Yeah, I already I already <laughs> repeat the Facebook event. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so, basically, the joke was, like, the people storming Area 51, um, and then the guard says, watch, they're, they're trying to escape the simulation. <laughs> and the people are like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, so, dude, that'd be a plot twist. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, I think maybe Area 51, it's just a psyop to make us think that there's something hidden there and we're not allowed to go there because aliens, and of course we're not going to try because it's heavily guarded, and why do you want to find an alien anyway? And so, I don't know, that's a good way to keep things private, you know, like what possible incentive is there? I don't, know that, I, I don't know that I believe that, I don't know that they, they've been so careful for all these years that like... 
it was all planned all along. Like the Roswell incident was planned, which is when Area 51 really came into the con- like the, the the common consciousness. That was planned, and then it was planned to like make a classified location, and then it was planned to make it declassified. And I don't know. I feel like that would be going to a great extent to, to to do a psyops for so long. What if it was just like a bunch of accidents? Like, what if they really were just like a hot air balloon, but then like so many people were obsessed with it that they're like, well, we've given Roswell like a new economic burst. So like, we'll just pretend and go with it. And then all these other things kept happening. And so that they're like, oh shit, like we have to make people believe it's aliens now. (laughs) Like, they're just being a bro. I don't know. (laughs) Um, that's interesting. Uh, Well, I really liked your topic. Um, it does spook me. Like it's more of a real life spook because like you 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 get to think about these things that actually took place and how fucking bizarre and crazy that is that like that happened. Um, so I like it. Yours really brought it back down to earth. I mean, not that the queen isn't killing children because we don't know. But um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> We don't know uh, what we don't know, you know? Maybe in 20 years, that'll be just facts that we tell our children. What, what Was that all your conspiracies? Yeah, that was it. Um, unless you want to talk about Meghan Markle being a cannibal, too. I mean, uh, I don't know about her. I know that Harry is one, though. I'll show you the proof later. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, no, I think... I like her too much to accuse her of that. Still, still. Maybe I'll start disliking her when she does something stupid. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, boy. But, um, oh, also, like, just total gossip on my part. Like, did you hear that she was, here we go again, with a fascination with the royal family. Did you hear that she was only having two kids because she wanted to, like, save the world? But then people were, like, trashing her online because she was, like, taking, like, private, like, jet flights everywhere. <laughs> um... Yeah. That's really like, weird. She wanted to, like, save the world because, like, you know, like raising a child is, like, a lot of, like, carbon footprint. And so she wanted to have less children, but then she's taking, you know, like, all these jet flights everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, that was obviously just, like, like a virtue signaling. Like, did, like it looked great on PR, but then it like, kind of, like, backfired, it seems to me. So that's kind yeah. of unfortunate. Um, but... And well, the whole <laughs> thing is just awkward and uncomfortable. Like, no wonder the queen doesn't talk to anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like, she's not risking any bad PR moves. Um, um, anyway, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of Scary Talk, episode 32, that is. Um, let us know if you have any topic ideas for next episode by DMing us at Talk Scary or sending us a message on our Facebook page at Scary Talk. Um, remember that you can listen to us on all podcast listening platforms. You can find us on uh, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can also listen to the podcast uh, on YouTube, quote unquote, listen to the podcast. Um, all of our episodes are there. And uh, Shannon, anything else? Um, Be safe out there. It's a wild place. Yep. I mean, if there's one takeaway, it's that <laughs> for fucking sure. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so on YouTube, we are Scary Talk Podcast, so there's no way you can miss it. Um, uh, everyone, again, thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. The Mothman is real. Don't eat any large meals before bedtime. Uh, I guess everyone's trying to kill you or make you a max slave, so watch out. So long. Farewell.